Hey, welcome to another episode of Life Transformation Radio. I am your host, Master Resilience Implementer, TEDx Speaker, Business Positioning Strategist, and Author, Sean Douglas. This show is currently heard in over 74 countries. So whether you're joining us for the first time or you've been listening to us for a while, I want to thank you to those who are listening from around the world. Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here, we tell the stories of why we're doing what we're doing. We highlight that transformational moment that changed our lives and how we use this to then transform others and elevate their lives as well. You can listen to us live right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, Tuesday through Friday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. However, we're doing a very, very special episode live here from Lake Tahoe at the Spartan Media Fest brought to you by ATP Science. So thank you, ATP Science, for sponsoring this event and the podcasts. On the show, you can... You can listen to us uh, wherever you're listening to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, TuneIn, Player FM, Radio Public, Overcast, CastBox, the Himalaya app, and the Google Play Music app. Basically, wherever you listen to podcasts, I ask that you please subscribe, rate, and review the show. On the show, my guests are entrepreneurs, speakers, business owners, podcasters, authors, basically amazing people who are impacting the world around them. And my guest today does exactly that. So without... Further ado, please help me welcome to the show my guest for today, Mo Brusset. Mo, welcome to Life Transformation Radio. Thanks for having me, Sean. Pleasure to be here. Dude, I'm super pumped to have you on the show, man. You're doing amazing, amazing different things. And um, so I just want to get right into it, man. The, the title of this episode is How Adaptive Athletes Use Fear to Defy the Impossible with speaker Mo Brousset. Mo Brousset has been in the health and fitness industry for over 24 years, is currently the director of mindset and nutrition at the Adaptive Training Foundation, a Dallas-based nonprofit that leads disabled military veterans and civilians through a nine-week mental and physical training program called Redefine. Through this unique program, Mo helps these adaptive athletes overcome physical, emotional, and mental pain, fear, and self-doubt. Mo is an expert on human behavior, mindset, movement, and nutrition. He is a corporate speaker on fear and human potential, where he teaches companies and individuals how to achieve professional and personal goals, overcoming limiting beliefs, and use fear as your greatest tool for success. Contact Mo today to book him to speak at your company. You can contact him at Brusset Performance, B-R-O-S-S-E-T-T-E, performance.com, performance.com. Follow him on Instagram at Brusset Performance Coaching. So Mo, dude, I'm, I'm so pumped to have you on the show, man. I wanna know, first off, let's dive into it. What is your why? Why do you do what you do? I honestly believe I do what I do because I was created to do this. And let me give you some, some context on that so I don't sound kind of, I don't sound pompous. Um, my, my father was a police officer. He was a former Navy police officer. I uh, was doing search and rescue for someone back in April in 1974 and was coming up from that and was gonna go home and the lady whose husband he was doing search and rescue for, he was a rescue diver, said, hey, can you go back one more time and look for this guy down, look for my husband down by the dam. My dad said, absolutely, I'll go down one more time. Well, that one more time was his last time. He never came back up. Holy crap. So, yeah. So, seven days later, or sorry, 10 days later, my mother finds out she's seven days pregnant with me. Now, I found out literally this past year that they had tried once to conceive me. 
So your dad, let me get this straight. Your dad is doing search and rescue, whatever. And that yeah. was the last one he ever did. Yeah. And, and your mom was pregnant. Yes. She didn't know she was pregnant. He, he died. Wow. He drowned looking for that gentleman one more time. So I never met my father. Holy she didn't know she was pregnant. Smokes. And then we were having a conversation this past year around what I'm doing now with, with mindset, with adaptive training yeah. and all that. And, and she was like, she said, we tried once to have you. And that was it. And wow. I, man, I've always like, my passion has been helping and serving others as long as I can remember. And that's one thing she's always told me. She's like, son, you're too trusting. You have, you have a heart that's great, but you trust too much. And like, I can't help it. I see the good in people and I see the potential in people. And I have this internal fire to help show them what they're capable of. So I became a, uh, I graduated with a degree in kinesiology and exercise science, became a personal trainer. Right. Um, from that, I was realized, I realized throughout the course of that, that there's another level of that I'm missing. I'm, I'm missing a key component to helping heal these individuals. So I started studying holistic nutrition um, and thought that was it. And through that, I was helping heal people through you know, chronic illnesses, some with disease, a lot of uh, other issues. And then I discovered the mental side of it. And that's where it took me to where I am now because I realized that, look, you could have the best, if, if it's training, for example, you could have the best training plan written by the best trainer in the world with the best nutrition plan. But if you're feeding your body constant toxic negating thoughts, it yep. doesn't matter. You're not going to be able to reach your full potential. You might not even be able to reach half your potential. And I've learned, I've been privileged to be around a lot of smart people in my life, in my professional career. And I'll be honest with you, man, for a while, I was lost. I didn't, know, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I didn't know why I was doing it. And I knew there was a reason. And when I was introduced by happenstance to the Adaptive Training Foundation and was privileged to come in and start volunteering, helping some of the wounded veterans do what we do, it was about a year later after being part of that organization that I realized that that is my why. This is what I was created to do. This is why I've learned everything that I've learned because I'm not joking, man. No exaggeration. There were times where I, I had learned techniques. I had learned how to have conversations with people. And I was like, when in the hell am I going to use this? Like, how am I going to use this information? I haven't used this in six, seven years. And then all of a sudden I'm working with these adaptive athletes and I'm using it. Right. And w you know, what I am privileged to do on a daily basis now literally transforms humans lives. Once someone has been, uh, has been, I, I hesitate to say the word victim, but I'm going to use it has been the victim of a traumatic accident, whether they're military that was blown up in country or they were, they're back home and injured in a car wreck or suffered from a neurological disease like Parkinson's or strokes right. or civilians that have had uh, critical injuries like amputation, spinal cord injuries. When you take a human being like that, that is almost hopeless, and they've been told by every medical air quote expert that you'll never walk again. You're always right. going to need assistance. Yep. You're going to need help going to the bathroom. You're not going to have balance again. The, the, you can see the hope in their eyes start to go away. And when you can give that human being and you show them that they have the ability within them to not only do those things, but do them even better and beyond. 
that's a life-changing moment. Dude, that's amazing. So let's talk about the transformation moments because the show is all about life transformation. Yeah. So we know what you do with them and we're going to get into that a little deeper. Yeah. What is your transformational moment? What is one thing that has happened to you or maybe two, but what is a transformational moment that changed your life and put you on the path to what you're doing today? It's really hard to pick one. I've had, oh, yeah. I've had a lot, I've had a lot. And it, it's, I'll tell you what, man, it's nothing, nothing like earth shattering, but it's something I've had several that I've overcome. I've overcome fear. I've used fear and I didn't realize it in the moment until recently. I'm like, Oh, that's what that was. Mm-hmm. But one of the things, and again, this is going to sound silly to, to some people, but this was a legitimate fear of mine. And it was, <laughs> it was a fear of sharks in the ocean. Dude. Oh dude. I'm with you. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, I would not, sharks, like, screw that, dude. I would nope. not go nope. more than I would not go nope. more than mid shin deep in nope. the ocean for years. Not happening. Yeah. Because I, and I, I Still knew to this day, not yeah, happening. I'm telling you, <laughs> dude, I was the same way. Yeah. Dude, I live in North Carolina, bro. Like there's <laughs> shark attacks. Yeah. All the time. Right. All the time. Well, it's, and it, yeah. yeah I, I knew that. that they, they like to nope. hunt in shallow water. No, yep. And yep. I, nope. I'm, a, I'm a triathlete and I, I got into the escape from Alcatraz triathlon and I used wow. the excuse that the water was cold, not go. Right. Truth is, I was terrified of great white sharks because right off the coast of San Francisco is where the largest population of the biggest great white sharks are in North America. There's really? an island out there. There's, a, there's an island where a lot of seals congregate off the, off the shore, off yeah. the coast of San Francisco, and there are the biggest great white sharks out there. And there are frequent great white shark sightings in the bay in San Francisco. As a matter of fact, the second time I did Escape from Alcatraz, two weeks prior to that, a great white shark was videotaped taking a seal at Alcatraz. Yeah. So oh, I wouldn't no, do I'm it. I'm out. <laughs> but, but, I'm I, out. <laughs> but I realized like I'm a triathlete. There are yeah. a lot of swims that are in the ocean. There's a lot. I'm missing out on life. I'm missing out on these experiences mm-hmm. that around something that may not happen. And right. it took a moment for yeah. me. So the first time I got into the race, I'm like, hell no, I'm not doing it. So I pushed it. And then I got into it the second year. I'm like, okay, there's, there's a reason this is happening. Figure this out. So I sat with it and I looked at it and I did some stats. I'm like, okay, bro, there's 1500 people in this race. If I get picked out of 1500 people, cool. Like I'm good with it. I just hope it's a, hope it's quick. Like <laughs> take me hard and take me fast. Right. So I, I do it and I jump into the water and I do the swim and I'm, I'm about 500 yards in and I realize cause I'm so first, I'm not afraid of the sharks because it's so damn cold. But then I realized I can't see my hand. The water is so murky. So if, if I get hit, I'm not going to know what in the hell is going to happen. It's wow. literally just going to, I'm going to see teeth and lights out. Wow. So what do you do with that? I'm in it. I can't not get out of it because I'm in the middle of the damn ocean. Right. Right. So I, I literally just made peace with it then. And I did some self-talk. I'm like, okay, let's deal with this. Let's get through it. I got through it and great day. And from that one experience, that enabled me mentally to go to, I went to Thailand and raced. I went to Hawaii and raced. I swam in other oceans and it just opened these doors. And from that one moment that enabled me to realize how I've overcome fear in past events in my life, but didn't realize it. It took that event that I was so terrified, paralyzingly terrified to get over, to open my eyes to all the other stuff that I'd done in my life that I didn't even recognize until that moment. Wow. Yeah. So man, I no sharks. No, man, it's not happening for me, 
but there are those times where you just have to overcome that. Yeah. And I've taken my kids to the, but so I've taken my kids to the ocean, but I've, I've talked to them like, look, you know, shark attacks happen. Like, and the beach that we always go to Wrightsville beach yeah. in North Carolina is a frequent shark attack at least once or twice a month. Really? Like, like throughout the summer, there's shark attacks all the time right. at Wrightsville beach, but people still go there. I'm like, why would I ever go in the water? And so, you know, I take my kids in the water and, but we don't go out past like our waist. Like I'm right. not like, it's not happening. I got little kids. They look like, like a seal maybe. Yeah, they're, they're, they're easy know, bait. Like, yeah. It's not, no, it's not happening. So I really, and my wife gets really mad at me. I'm like, I don't want to go to the beach. Right. But I mean, we go and we try to have as much fun as we possibly can, yeah. but I'm, I'm, I'm always fearful. Right. Right. So, you know, I totally get that, but it is, it, I find it amazing that you took that fear and you used it mm -hmm. and then identified immediately. I've been doing this in other areas of my life. Yeah. I've been fearful mm -hmm. and now I can use that courage of what I've just overcame into other areas. Exactly. So I'm wondering, do you work with people that same thing, man, they have a fear of maybe a debilitating disease. We talk about veterans where they get right. limbs blown off or amputated. Mm -hmm. Do you come in contact with that fear a lot? And we talk about the fear. Yeah. Do, do you come in contact with that a lot? Yeah, hundred percent. And that's my, that is my primary role at the adaptive training foundation because we work with critically wounded veterans and civilians. So they've either been in some sort of traumatic accident um, or they have a disease or something like that. So that is my job on a daily basis. That's what I get to do every day. So every one of these athletes have fear. And if you are a common one for an amputee and a spinal cord injury athlete is falling, right? They're afraid to fall. An amputee is afraid oh, to fall yeah. because if you hit the stump, it's going to hurt like hell. Or if you fall, you have some hardware. It's, and it's just, it's embarrassing above all else, right? Yeah. Spinal cord injuries, same thing. A lot, of, a lot of guys and girls that have spinal cord injuries, it's going to hurt when they fall. They have, some, they have hardware in their spine and they're scared they're going to damage it. But again, it's also embarrassing as hell when they do it. So, but what we found is that if, if I did not make you go into that fear state and show you that, listen, it's okay to be afraid. You're, it's not about not being scared. You're supposed to be afraid. It's what we do with that fear. Is that fear is here to teach you to focus. It's here to teach you to get excited about it. It's here to teach you hyper-awareness yeah. and then create resolve for the situation. Love so it. when you take Love that it. individual and you make them do it in a controlled environment and you say, hey, look, we're going to work through this until it's not as scary anymore. That's when the door opens. That's when possibility begins. And that's what we're missing. That's what doctors are missing. That's what a lot of other therapists, and they're doing the, they're doing the best they can do, right? But they're also bound by insurance. So they, they, are, they are in this fear-filled state that they can't. I, if you're in a wheelchair, I can look at you and go, okay, Sean, get in your chair. How? I don't know. Let's figure it out. Because if I'm not with you wow. and you're at your house and your house catches on fire, mm -hmm. how are you going to get out? Yeah. I'm not going to be there to help you. So you have to be able to do that yourself. So having these individuals face their fear, using breath as the anchor. So we use a lot of diaphragmatic breathing. We use a lot of Wim Hof breathing type to get Love them ready for it. Yeah. So we yep, use, we, using breath as the anchor, we, yep. we, we, we ease them into these fearful states and show them that this is where you're, this is where you thrive. Yeah. Wow. Dude, I, I absolutely love the Wim Hof method. Um, you know, I've done a lot of research on that, yeah. followed him. Dude, it's 
That's huge, man. So I want to know, as the director of um, mindset, mindset yeah. and nutrition, yeah. right? How do you, whether it be adaptive training or as a keynote speaker, right? How do you elevate the world around you? By getting in front of people and doing things like this, by speaking. Love it. I am a storyteller. Mm -hmm. My job, and I think I really, one of my other whys is to tell the story of what I get to do. Because there are, so, there are 10 million adaptive athletes in America. Not only in, in adaptive athletes aside, there are millions and millions of other Americans right. that are, uh, I'm going I'm to use the word adaptive because they are paralyzed by fear. So what, how I elevate is telling the story, giving examples of athletes that came to our program and adaptive training foundation in a wheelchair. And yeah. seven weeks later, they're not in that wheelchair any longer. Really? Yes. Walking. Walking. walking, jumping rope, Dude. balancing on beams. When they were told they would never do it again, you'll never walk again. Um, you know, we've I've had video of one of our Parkinson's athletes that we were able to teach him through breath and visualization and focus to shut down his Parkinson's within 60 seconds. Like when it starts triggering, when like starts when he starts shaking? Yeah, to go, into, wow. to go into these specific places to shut it down. That's what we're doing. Amputees wow. are walking again. And we're doing like our, one of our slogans at Adaptive Training Foundation is Defy Impossible. So by telling these stories, you know, that's what we get to do. I was, I was sharing with someone this morning a story of a, of a young man. His name's Robert. Yep. Now he's nine years old. At the time he came to, uh, he was coming to Children's Hospital in Dallas for uh, surgeries. He was born with congenital birth defects, uh, lost. He didn't have, he has no legs uh, above his, below his knee. His right arm is, is fused and his left arm is just to his elbow. And he was a terrified young man, right? And he's, he's grown up in Children's Hospital. His wow. mother found out about Adaptive Training Foundation through Facebook and online, the way most people find out about us. And she just wanted to bring him by. And she rolls him in, she wheels him in, and he's, he's just terrified, right? He doesn't know what to do. But then he sees Patrick Myers, Marine, double amputee, field amputation. Brian Aft. Field amputation. Field that's amputation. Intense. That's intense. Yeah. Brian Aft stepped on an IED, double amputee, above Jesus. the knees. Lawrence Green, motorcycle wreck, Army, double amputee. Then this kid's eyes open. Then he looks at me and goes, hey, can I? He sees them doing these things. Then they'll go to do something else. He goes, can I do that? I'm like, absolutely, you can. Let's do it. So then this kid starts to do these things, and he's, he's climbing rope. He's bouncing on a sled. He's doing all the things he sees these other, these other amputees doing. We're all like, you know, just there's a lot of dust oh, in the room yeah. at that moment going oh, on. Oh, yeah. You know Somebody what I mean? cut those onions. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> so they go to Children's Hospital, and they come back, and he was like, she was like, all he keeps talking about is Heroes Gym. Yeah. And that's what he calls us. He got his legs, his first stubby prosthetics. Six months later, the reason he stood up on those legs without fear was because of what he saw in our gym. Damn. His words. Damn. His, from a nine-year-old boy. Damn. That is how we elevate, right? Like, this kid is like, – this. I mean, I <laughs> – Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. And now every time he comes in, every time he goes to get a surgery, he comes in. He gets longer prosthetics, he comes yeah. in. Now he walks in, and he's like, you know, he is the star of the show. Yeah. And it's, it's because of how we get to tell the story. We've, we've given – 
this young man the platform to now spread the word to other children his age that are going through the same thing that that would think they're confined to a wheelchair right that they're not there is hope if you sur- and we say this if you surround yourself with the right type of enablers yep. anything is possible yep 100% so if someone is dealing with you know the surgeries the mm-hmm. veterans with the amputees you know your ideal you know the hero right the right. hero's gym right right, right? Where can they find you? How do they get in contact with you? Yeah, go to adaptivetrainingfoundation.org. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Um, if you want to come check us out, we do. We run a nine-week training cycle called Redefine. Um, and we're in the middle of one. We just started one right now. So for the next nine weeks, we'll be training athletes. Every Friday from 11 to 1, we have a large group training. So anyone that's in our current class and any alumni that have ever been part of our program can come back and work out for free. Our program is also cost-free to all veterans and civilians. They don't oh, nice. pay not a dime. So if you want to come check us out, email me. You can email me at, uh, at mo at brosetperformance.com um, and let me know. You can contact us through Adaptive Training Foundation. Say, hey, I heard Mo talking on this podcast, and I'd love to come check it out. AdaptiveTrainingFoundation.com. Dot org. Dot org. Yeah. Dot org. Yep. Perfect. And also, like he said, contact him through the – Email, right? And uh, go to brosetperformance.com and adaptivetrainingfoundation.org. And you can also follow Mo on Instagram at broset, B R O S S E T T E, broset performance coaching. Look that up on Instagram and check out what he's doing. So as we start to close the show, uh, tell us what is the one thing that you want the listeners to do? What is the, if, if there's nothing else, what is the one tip, trick, hack, whatever it is, mm-hmm. what is the one encouraging moment that you could give to somebody? Be afraid. Be afraid. Be afraid. Instead of not be afraid. Don't, the whole concept of fearless is BS. Explain that. Be afraid. Why would I want to be afraid? We are designed to, to, to feel fear. And, and run away from it. And, or stand up to it and fight. Or, yeah, fight or flight. Fight, it's fight your or fight or flight, flight response. Yeah. yeah. You're supposed to feel anxiety. One Correct. of my favorite quotes is from 300, the movie 300. Yeah. It's not fear that grips him. It's a heightened sense of things, right? It's not that he's not afraid. It's what you do with that fear. Yep. So if, you are, if, you're, if you're listening to this and you are afraid to do, put together a sales presentation for your company, use that fear to do all the right things, to do your homework, to, to practice your speech. Don't, don't run from it. If you're an amputee, use the fear to learn how to do what you need to do to get to the next level. Because if you don't, you're going to let that fear hold you in your comfortable little box. Mm-hmm. And you're going to keep that cycle of loop, that, that, that loop and that cycle of being comfortable, just being in that space. And you're going to always wonder why not, right? I would want, I'd rather you get to the end of your life and go, yeah, I tried that and I failed my ass off, but at least I tried. Cause yeah. I would damn sure rather you get 50 years down the road and try and go, yep, I gave it everything I had, and I faced that shit. Dude, I love it. Holy crap. Yeah. This is amazing. You're doing amazing, amazing, incredible work, man. So everybody listening right now, if you know of somebody who has a debilitating disease. Yeah. Um, Amputations. That, that took their yeah. lip. Because like, there's some that I know that they had, uh, let's say I know people who have um, who had gangrene because of an infection or whatever, and they had to amputate oh, a leg. Dude. There's so many different. We've, got, we've had we've had quadruple amputees. One guy went into the hospital for dehydration. Yeah. Woke up with no arms, no legs, and missing half his nose. Yeah. Now he is a keynote speaker. 
There you go. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it's you don't it's have to be transformational military. Transformational moments. It's it's you know the, the, the a scar is a scar. Yeah. It, it, it's you know one is not better or bigger than the other. Yep. 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 Yeah. Absolutely, man. So yeah, if you know anybody, the listener right now, who knows somebody who's struggling knows somebody who could really use this adaptive training, contact Mo Brosette, go to adaptivetrainingfoundation.org, go to brosetteperformance.com and connect with those guys. Let them know that you heard Mo here on Life Transformation Radio. Mo, this has been absolutely incredible. Yeah. Everything that I could have hoped for and, uh, and more. So I applaud you for the amazing, amazing things that you're doing in this world, man. Thank you, brother. My pleasure. Outstanding. Life Transformation Radio listeners, an amazing guest impacting the world around him. If anything you heard today resonated with you, please contact Mo Brosette. Contact Adaptive Training Foundation today because you are so worth it. And if you know anybody that's dealing with those issues, let them know that they are worth it. So as we close the show, I always say live your brand. Find opportunities every day to live out the core values that you hold deep in your heart. And I call this living your brand. So until next episode, live the great life.